Ah, so welcome folks to Leaders Live and um, yeah, another fantastic Leaders Live show. I'm Andrew Jenkins and this is a short countdown timer to help the various feeds catch up this morning, all the technology to catch up with itself and settle down. And we can't wait for today's Greeley show folks and we're hanging out with Angelique Bradford today, founder and commercial director of New Beginnings. So, say a quick hello to us, um, Angelique. Well, hello. <laughs> well, hello. Hello back yeah. again. Brilliant. So, just waiting for the feed to come up. There we go. Super. And, um, yeah, and helping us to engage, we have the lovely Birdie and Hugo back in the room. Yeah, following being sick with pneumonia. Yeah. Yay. And uh, with a, we're, we're hoping her voice will hold out today. So you could say hello to Birdine as well. So she's, Birdine is back. So delighted with that. Say a quick yes, hello, Birdine. I feel like singing, I feel like singing Eminem's song, Guess Who's oh, Back. Guess Who's Back in the Room today. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to move your camera just a little bit. Just going to move your camera. There you go. So people can see you a little bit better. Ah, so... Um, yeah, music by Uncle Peter. This is the 50, I think this is the 58th show, uh, folks. So good morning, Vishnu. Good morning, Katrina Thomas. Good morning, Matthias. And good morning, Steve Whittle. Um, brilliant to see you all. Um, yep, yeah, keep the comments coming. So, oi, oi, people, it's Leaders Live Showtime, folks. And it's just after 8.45 a.m. here in the UK. And uh, Sawabona Abantal, which is a beautiful Zulu word for... Hello, people. And it means I see you all deeply and I direct my attention totally and completely to you with joy and love. I love that. And we're talking about negotiation today. So I wonder whether that would, uh, you know, come into that whole thing. So we'll, we'll find out. So, um, we are live, live, live with leaders live and we are spreading the love, folks. Spreading the love. Yabba dabba do. Um, great to have so many comments in the feed. I'll come to those in a moment. So if you're new to Leaders Live and you don't know me, I'm Andrew Jenkins and Birdine Hugo is our moderator and we've got the lovely Angelique Bradford in the room and I'll come to that in a moment. So we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook groups, Twitch. We don't know how Twitch works, but somehow it all works. And if you can't catch us live or on the replay, fear not, my friends. We have you covered. Uh, we'll go on podcast too. So all that, um, all, all that's happening. And if you're new to this interactive show, folks, uh, folks, please say hello to us in the comments so we can get to know you. Um, so use the comments chat and uh, please get involved. Join in, ask questions, network with the live community and even a little friendly banter. And for you regulars, lead the way, you know, show us how it works. You know how we roll. So put it all together. What do we got? What do we got, Angelique? We've got bibbidi oh, no, bobbidi. Don't make me do it. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. There you go. You made me do it. <laughs> oh, I made her do it. That's right. So let's quickly come to uh, our moderator scene. So I said in the countdown, Birdie lost her voice with pneumonia and uh, in truth is still recovering, but she's in the room and we'll be mm. keeping the interaction flowing today. Here's a chance to say a little bit more, Birdie. How are you doing? I am doing much better than last week. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had the, the trio of sickness, so not COVID, but bronchitis, laryngitis, and pneumonia, and it was absolutely awful. Yeah, three so in one, eh? I'm glad yeah. that I'm back. Yeah, the vulnerability of your voice being taken away from you is just not nice. 
Yeah. Really not good. Not really so good. I'm glad to be back. Well, we're glad to have you back as well. There's lots of love in the room for you already. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. Okay. So let's just quickly go to, so morning, Katrina. Uh, good morning, Mateus. Good morning, Kelvin, mate of mine. Good morning, Tabitha. Good morning. Um, yeah, we found that we, we live near each other, which was uh, surprising the other day. So morning, Tabitha. Mateus. Good morning. Maria's in the room and Jonas. Fantastic. Great. And I'm sure there's more of you. So please, um, get, you know, let us know who you are and um, we would love that. So, right. So let's just bring up, um, where are we? Oh, there we go. Right. So we have, um, our Leaders Live Hangout guest today has already mentioned we're hanging out with founder and commercial director of New Beginnings, a company specializing in negotiating skills and Angelique Bradford. And following a previously brilliant, engaging Leaders Live chat back in January, Angelique is back, folks, for um, negotiating skills round two. Uh, and in this Leaders Live, we chat about busting negotiating myths and mystiques. So tell us a bit more, Angelique. Good morning to you. Tell us a bit more. Morning, all. Um, on this very sunny day in the UK. Hurrah. Yeah. Um, what I really want to do today, and we haven't got long, but I want to help is to break the mystique and the myths of negotiation. So breaking it down away, taking away the fear, taking away how you feel when you're negotiating and just giving you some advice and tips of how to make it just simply a conversation. Taking away the fear and make it a conversation. There's the, there's the clues, folks. So, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Angelique. And I think that deserves a... Ah, right. OK. So also there'll be a chance for you to join in, folks um, listening back home. Ask Angelique questions as we go along. So get your questions prepared as we go along, folks. So why should we pay attention? Well, Angelique, you have a question for the audience. So what's your first question for the audience? So my first question is, what was the worst negotiation you ever undertook and why was it? OK, folks, so you know what to do. What was the worst negotiation you ever undertook and why? There's a delay in the feed, but please put your comments into the feed. Um, Birdin's just put the question into the feed so you can answer that. And uh, please interact with that. And, uh, yeah, we'll come back to this in a minute, folks, to just let the delay in the feed um, catch up with us. Uh, and we'll respond to, to those comments in a moment. So I'm going to come back to you uh, in a tick, uh, Angelique, so just bear with us. So as mentioned, folks, Leaders Live is an interactive show, so please join in. Um, don't be shy. Use the comments for these questions and engage with us during the show and each other. And remember, it's a group conversation. You know how it goes. You've done enough of these folks by now. So um, in terms of uh, smash those likes too for us, folks, some thumbs up. That would really help us. We really appreciate that. Keeps us motivated as we're going along. And in South African phrase, that's lacquer lacquer. And please subscribe to our Leaders Live YouTube community. And Birdie will put the uh, link in the chat in a moment. And it's a group effort to to help grow um, our fledging YouTube site to get it to have its wings and fly on its own. So we need your help. And we're almost at that big 100. I know that doesn't sound a big number, but to us, that's massive. We're at 94. We need another six. So come on, we need your help. So please um, join in on our um, leaders uh, on our YouTube Leaders Live channel. Thank you. So um, back to Angelique again. Let me just bring Angelique in. And just before you begin, Angelique. Let's give you a round of applause. <laughs> 
Feel the love, Angelique. Feel the love. I hope you enjoyed the groovy build-up. So, uh, yeah. So, Angelique, um, you asked the audience a question. Let's start with this. Have we got anything in the feed, Ange- um, Birding? Uh, we just have one from Mateus. The first I ever did in sales, I was unprepared and didn't know. I didn't knew too much about the game. I had no chance. I had no chance. That's just from Mateus. Yeah. And interesting, Mateus, we watched your video the other day and it was brilliant. Uh, Mateus is now a, a, um, a film star. <laughs> so, um, we put the, um, we put the film Mateus in the group discussion so people could see it. I hope you've all enjoyed it. I certainly loved it. I thought it was brilliant. So well done, Mateus, for being a superstar film star. Okay. So what else is going on in the room, Birding? Uh, we've got Stephen sticking to principles rather than pragmatic solutions where both parties feel like they have gained. Ooh, yeah. Any thoughts on that, um, Angelique? So going back to Mateus around the, he was right, he probably wasn't well prepared. Yeah. He didn't plan his negotiation. But it's interesting that he used the word game. Yeah. So I'm assuming that, Mateus, you think a negotiation is a game or <laughs> that was what you thought previously, I don't know. Mm. Um, it isn't a game, negotiation, it's a conversation. It's uh, getting to a point together that both of you are collaborative and you reach the deal that you need to do, not use it as a game because that's then when egos get in the way and then it does uh, actually become competitive. So there's a hint um, for you. Our egos get in the way, folks, and we end up getting competitive, which isn't what you want to do in, in modern negotiation, Angelique. Absolutely, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um it should never have been really, but it was that time where there was chest beating. <laughs> I got my deal. I screwed them down. Yay. Yeah, I walked away with a fantastic deal and my ego yeah. is massive, right? And then never be able to work with that client ever again. Um, indeed, indeed. So, yeah. And there was one, so sticky principles, sticking to principles. Um, was that your negotiation or was that actually just what you're saying, what you think about negotiations? That's Stephen. So what you're actually thinking about negotiation. Okay, so Stephen said, yeah, sticking to principles. Oh, that's an interesting uh, question. Back to you, Stephen. Does that mean you're sticking to your principles um, rather than pragmatic solutions? Uh, Right, okay, thank you. Did Sorry, did I get you right there, Angelique, or was that something else you were saying? I was just saying that that, was that an actual negotiation that Stephen had undertaken? So the question was... Okay, thank you. And um, hello to Vishnu and Ashtok and... um, uh, Birdin, anything else going on in the room? Yes, Maria said, ooh, there have been a few times I've ended up not costing my time properly, so I've sold in business solutions and ended up consulting ongoing for free. <laughs> Having said that, yeah. I am happy to add value. Yeah. Okay. So any thoughts on that, uh, Angelique? And, yeah, and Angelique's a bit pixelated at the moment, so I'm sure her picture will come back as we go along. No, it's fine. It's I look fine. about 20, so I'm happy. <laughs> Polaroid camera in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so it's really hard when you're selling a solution and you're consulting, it's time. As opposed yeah. to product, it's easy to be able to understand around supply chain manufacturing and what the cost of the actual product is and the margin but with time it's always a lot harder yeah um so i can see where i've done that in the past as well where i've ended up literally pricing something and then coming away with it realizing i've given away probably six days when i shouldn't have done yeah so 
that's another conversation to have there though but what you need to do is you need to value your time and then when you look at the project then you need to put a caveat in to say that when it gets to a certain point you then need to go back to them and say okay so we've got to that point it's going to cost you an extra x y and z because otherwise you will consultants do tend to do that unless yeah. you want to buy a really whizzy um system where you know you pick up the phone or you just type in and it tells you exactly how much your time is um i'm assuming you're a small medium-sized business as opposed to global um yeah, yeah. maria's just um she's starting to work on her own right now so um these yeah. are all the challenges which maria's going to yeah. face one of the things i would say to you is is if you can do it project by project your time costings and that means that you can then build in lots of different costs and don't break down your cost to your clients you know that's the cost um, but maybe other people have different ways of looking at that. What else is going on, uh, Birdin? Uh We've got Colvin saying negotiating a solution to introducing roadside advertising. Oh, yeah. Totally unprepared for negative response. That's a toughie, that one, isn't it? My gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's that's like, um, what do they call it, um, Marmite as well, so depending on the words that are used, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. What have you got? Any thoughts from you, Angelique? Yeah. So when you said you were unprepared, mm. when you were unprepared for their thoughts, how much research had you undertaken uh, in the first instance? There you go. Yeah. To that negotiation of actually putting out roadside advertising. Yeah. Yeah. And when was that, Kelvin? Is that sort of modern day advertising on these kind of you know, big iPad screens or was it old billboard style? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but that's that's interesting. Yeah, totally negative response. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, and I suppose that it depends on yeah whether that's a committee of people that you are negotiating to as well. With um, I, I know what Kelvin does, um, so he's in sort of consulting for for roads, um, new new road building and things like that. So yeah, anything else, um, Birding? <clears throat> Uh, Stephen came back. He said it oh, was yeah. the approach I took, sticking to principles. Eventually, in round two, with advice taken on board, I looked at the process through a pragmatic lens. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely right. Um, if you go in and stick to your principles and you say that's it, you're either A, going to come away with a deal that you didn't want anyway because the other person's going to stick their heels in as well. Yeah. And then the relationship just breaks down. Um, it's better to start the relationship on the right footing at the beginning and actually work collaboratively together very from the very start. It's building relationships and people sometimes forget that in a negotiation it is relationship because you both need each other. That's yeah. the reason why we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And maybe the maybe the new principle is to 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 have principles of being open rather than sticking to set principles, Angelique. What do you think? Well, it so well, <laughs> kind of like I'm selling my business now. Um, we do do that. <laughs> the principles of negotiation is about building trust, collaboration and how you do that from the beginning. Yeah. And then so that you, at the end of it, you come away with a deal that you are both happy with and there's a principle carry on that relationship we're in a new world now Mm -hmm. it's around collaboration it's not around being hard bargaining it's not around sticking to you competitive sticking to your right that's it that's the price i want and that's the price i'm going to (laughs) get there are still people that do that but it's how you break them down to then um, build that relationship 
Okay, so it's more about relationship these days. Okay. Yeah, and then we talk about the mystique and the myth around negotiation. Well, that's the next question. Sorry. Yeah, do no, what I always do. No problem. Bowling <laughs> going into the next <laughs> yeah, we'll get to myths um, shortly. <laughs> so um, I don't know who this is, Birdie. Do you know who this is? <clears throat> uh, it's Mark Davis. Hello, Mark Davis. How are you doing? <clears throat> uh, yeah. uh, so Mark just said customers tend to value the product or solution, not your time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Then. Mm. Like, you I answer that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 you can <laughs> You go on. <laughs> so it is hard when you're selling yourself and your time, but your yeah. solution is is that you're probably going to be improving the bottom line of the business that you work with. Yeah. And so you use that as your product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And um, yes. carrying on. Uh, Steve Whittle said, "For me, negotiations is about being prepared yeah. and know your value or cost, mm. and be prepared to walk away. Always be kind and never burn your bridges. Sometimes we need to go back to the negotiations." Boom. Yeah. What say you, Angelique? So, would you like to come and work for us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve's, Steve's a great chap, so very humble exactly. is our Steve, and I just love his comments. He's, he's a wise chap, he really is. Well done, Steve, I love that comment. Um, Calvin replies, about three years ago, so modern style, so these are these new iPads on posts, yes. aren't they? Which I think they're fantastic myself, but there we go. Okay, so Cecile says, good morning. Um, go on, Birdine, you, sorry, you, over to you. No, you can carry on, but Cecile <laughs> asked a question. To Angelique, she wants to know, can people naturally be naturally good at negotiating? Oh. We're all born naturally great negotiators. We all are. How many times does your child tell you they want something and you get up and you do it? You just go, how did that happen? (laughs) They're better than us, right? Yeah, yeah. You know why? They haven't had outside influences put Uh... into them. They haven't had situations that made them think differently they haven't had that so you we are all born natural negotiators it's just over time where things have happened to us whether it be a bad deal or someone's been rude or this you know your boss has been angry with you because you haven't got the deal um then you've built it up in your own head so yes we're naturally born um but a lot of people think that they are natural negotiators (laughs) Um, totally different conversation which will go on later totally different conversation yeah no thanks for that i just reminded about you know my girls for example were born negotiators they'd go and ask their mum and if she said no they'd go and ask me and i always used to say yeah so guess who's the bad negotiator and then i learned and then i learned to go back to sarah and go okay what have they said to you (laughs) no we we i've got a nice quick story quickly actually so when i was younger My brother um, had ear infection, so he couldn't speak. And I actually took advantage of that. I spoke <laughs> for him. Brilliant. And I got everything out of my parents <laughs> by speaking for him. I just said, he's the one that wanted it. Oh, and I got it. Brilliant. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Oh, that's brilliant. I like that. So, I mean, and the other negotiating tactic that just shows how whether we are good negotiators or not is when you can get your kid to tidy their room. <laughs> how many of us struggle with that one? So there we go. We talked about that last time in the negotiating yeah. skills one, didn't we? Uh, so, Birdin, back to the comments and then we'll move on. <clears throat> um, Stephen said, why is there advice of plenty to start negotiations mm. at P plus, say, 20%? When in fact your acceptable outcome is P, just to take, just to please the other party thinking they have got a discount. Why does there seem to be a culture of having to achieve a discount psychology? Oh, good question. Love that. Oh, wow. That's a great question. Yeah. So you're talking about, obviously, where we talk about going extreme and your break points. Yeah. So... You have to, and this is where a lot of people get into a sticky situation, is you've got a break point. Yeah. You know what the value is of your time, of your product, but obviously you have to make profit. Otherwise, we're not doing this all for free, right? Right. What will happen is a lot of people go extreme so that they'll say that actually, you know, my one pound pencil is actually only costs 80p to manufacture and I'll get 20p on profit. But what, for you, though, I'm going to give it to you for £15. <laughs> and then through there. So it's going extreme in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, the discount piece, I don't know what industry you're in. I don't know what industry Steve's in. Um, I, I think what I'm reading from that is that, you know, you've got a price of, of P, as you said, and then you add 20% on it, knowing that negotiation will take it down again. So, you you know, you're going to be happy you have with to, the price point. You have to come to a point because both, both parties are going to do this. Yeah. You'll have a break point and you'll have um, your your position of where you're actually negotiating within that break point. Okay. So you keep talking um, until you find the right answer. You, until you right. find the right answer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just on the pencil thing, well, Mont Blanc charged 10 quid for it. Well, they charge 200 pounds for a pencil. So there we go. Or even more. So, uh, yeah. yeah, there we go. OK, so, Laurie, um, Birdin, tell us about what's going on here. Uh, Laurie just responded to what Stephen said. She oh, said, yeah. I've always wondered the same. I do a lot of recruiting and there is a ton of negotiation <laughs> from the start. I tell my candidates that I am transparent and sell on salary and my best offer is my best offer. Brilliant. I like that. So stick stick to stick to where you are. What do you say to that, Angelique? So this comes down to being the personal piece. So in recruitment, yeah. when you're talking about salary, you'll have people who will um, say at the beginning when you're recruiting that actually I'm looking for say £50,000 and then you go through the whole interview process and then they feel that they have to negotiate at the end of it and ask for 70 Um <laughs> You need to be just very honest and, and rightly so, honest and transparent at the beginning that that is the salary yeah. that the client is going to offer. Yeah. Um, and if the client says that's it, that's it, then that's it. That's and then it. It, salary is very different to um, because it's personal, it's about someone paying their mortgage, it's about their lifestyle. Absolutely. It's living. Yeah. Um, and as long as the person doesn't then come back in and go, actually, I want 70,000 now, then that's going so, and I've seen it because I've been in recruitment in the past and I've seen it myself where I've said, well, actually, they've offered you 100 and they go, actually, I want 150. And that <laughs> just means that the client's just going to go back and say, do you know what? Yeah, no, thank no you. Chance. 
Well, that's going to extremes. Your, your, the credibility yeah. is then lost for that particular individual. That's it. And that's where the extreme thing comes in, isn't it? Because your credibility is shot now and it's like yeah. game over. Right. OK. Quite rightly so. Always be honest and upfront at the beginning with the negotiation in regards to salary. You say what it is and that there's no mm. movement on that. Yeah. Um, I might be able to do some variables around um, healthcare, around, you know, mileage on car, etc. Of course. But the right. salary base is always the one that should be stay the same. There you go, Laurie. Morning to you, by the way. And uh, Laurie finishes that off by saying uh, toddlers are naturally good negotiators. Perhaps we ought to employ toddlers okay. instead. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so, yeah. Stephen, um, is this from, this is, is this Stephen's comment, Birdin? Yes, yeah, Stephen said that he agrees with the comment. It includes trust, collaboration, building rapport, and enables this. NLP, NLP, yeah, spot on. I do a lot of NLP training, mm. particularly for salespeople, actually. And NLP is great for negotiation because it teaches you to to listen and have sense of security and build trust and all mm. of those things and, and build rapport, of course. So, yeah, spot on, Stephen. Yeah. Yes. What else? <clears throat> yeah. Then we've got um, Stephen also saying, Steve Whittle, completely agree. Being kind costs nothing. It adds so much value, oh. even if the other party is not kind. Yeah. And consultancies, but can equally apply to any product, it seems inefficient. Yeah, 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 thank you. Mm. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, then we've got Steve Whittle. He said, for salary, do you think all companies should share the salary cap from the beginning? Oh. Uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. What Otherwise, does that mean? I don't understand that. What does that mean? So tell them what they really is, what the salary cap is. So yeah. if I want to hire you, Andrew, or you want to recruit for me and I'm looking for somebody, I'll say, look, I will pay up to. Uh, got it. Got it. it. Okay. No more. So it's transparent. So people then yeah. aren't upset about different people being Absolutely. on different levels. Okay. It's an emotional journey that people go through in a recruitment process anyway, as it is. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Thanks for that. Back to you, Birding. Okay. And then we've got. Joe in the room. Welcome, Joe. Joe's morning, Joe. <laughs> so she said she totally agree regarding salaries. If there's negotiating, maybe it's on bonus or commission. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and or healthcare and pension contribution. There yeah. are so many variables that you can add to it, but the base salary stays the same. Yeah. Um, and then you can discuss, and then yeah. that's when you go into the talks and negotiations around um what you can give, what what's valuable to you, what's not valuable to the client. Yeah. Um, and then you go into that so that that part. But that goes okay. that's more in the planning. <laughs> but that's another conversation to have. <laughs> yeah, perfect planning prevents okay. something about poor performance, doesn't it? <laughs> something yeah. along those lines. Something along right. those lines. Yeah. Okay. Lastly. And then we've got uh Laurie just um responding to Steve Whittle. So she said, Steve, what's our I do? We all have a minimum we need to bring home. And it wastes both your time and mine if I apply for a job thinking it will have a salary that meets my needs but doesn't. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. all it will do, if you do accept that role, that doesn't, you just end up with resentment and then a big churn in the business and, and the person doesn't do the right job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So lots going on. So, um, 
let me just think about a question just for a moment for you. So what makes people give away so much in a negotiation, Angelique? I'm just thinking about what Maria was saying and linking yeah. back to that. So so it's it's hmm. the fear of the unknown. Right. Um, it's the actual fear. It's nervousness, worrying more about the other party, what they're thinking, what they're doing, not thinking about yourself. Um, and and thinking negotiation as a word is like, ooh, negotiation, which is what people do think. Oh, yeah. we're going into negotiation. And immediately, by just saying that, people have some sort of um, thought process, which is fear, worry. Yeah. Fear, worry, um, yeah. Worrying about the other person, worrying about the other party, worrying about what their line manager or, or whatever the negotiation's happening, what the outcome's going to be. Mm. When actually, if you just sit down, take a deep breath, plan what it is, what it looks like, and it is just a conversation. Oh, that is so refreshing to hear. It's a just bit like... A conversation. Yeah. Sorry, say that again. It's just a conversation. Just Have a conversation. you built a relationship with this person? If not, then think about how you can before you start the negotiation. Because otherwise, everyone goes around, and we talked about this earlier on, People go into a negotiation going, hey, I've done this. I'm going to say it. I've got big cojones. Hey, hey. Got, um, oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> we said this is. We said that if Angelique gets kahunas in the conversation, then she gets a DJ air horns. <laughs> yeah. She managed so, to do it. Yeah, well done. So people go away and, and they negotiate and they feel like they've done a great thing. Oh, it's amazing. I've screwed that person down to nothing. Uh, and then the person on the trust side thinks, I am never going to work with you ever again. Absolutely. Ever I've seen again. that happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually what happens. Indeed. So um, it's all about the FUD then. Fear, uncertainty and doubt causes us to cramp up yeah. when we negotiate. And then no planning. And then we start to doubt ourselves and we don't look after ourselves and we worry about right. the other person and we don't think about what it is that we want. So yeah. it's, it's about understanding what people want. A little bit like what Stephen Brand was saying, you know, um, build you know, rapport, empathy, you know, have a yeah. back and forth conversation and, you know, use your NLP skills. Yeah, type of thing. Okay. Believe, in your, believe in yourself, believe in your product, believe in your solution mm. and then not fear that conversation and worry about the other person. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And Maria just chimes in here and says, I think sometimes we don't value ourselves enough. Yeah, spot on, spot yeah. on. Um, and we'll come back to Matthias's. Um, in fact, we'll just do it now, Berdine. This is from Matthias, I think. Yes, so Matthias said, spot on. So many companies have received criticism the last year for offering competitive salary to recent graduates. Then they are interviewed going through the entire recruitment process or offered the job and cannot take it because the salary is not enough to cover the basic costs of living. Mm. So unnecessary for both parties, companies wasting money, candidates wasting time and effort. Yeah, so know what you want and be transparent about it, I guess. When that yeah, looks, absolutely. When, right, okay, super. Yeah, no. um, so here's another thought for you, Um Angelique, so um, tell us, how do we go about handling a negotiation as a conversation? And you've talked about it being a conversation. How do we go about that? Tell us more. I, some of you may have done this. When you've been nervous or you've decided you're going into negotiation and you do this 
loud, loud barking suddenly. I'm looking for. And then looking, oh my god, what's just happened to me? They've actually gone in there and they're going. Oh, sorry. And then they're writing down. They go, yeah, I'm looking for this, and that's what I want. And so we're going to talk about it like this. And they're going, this is not the person I spoke to uh, literally on the phone the other day, or we had yeah. email conversation. So to to break it is. To have that comment is find out about the person. Have a comment like, hi, Birdie, I'm really sorry about your illness. My God, that must have been hideous for you. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as opening a conversation. We're humans that interact with each other, right? Yeah. It shouldn't be yes. that, right, this is what I want. I'm going to be very, very serious about this. And I want to know exactly what you're going to be doing. Unless we're doing billion pound deals where lives are involved then that's completely different and then you're going to have so many multifaceted different variables etc etc but when we're talking about a price increase or we're talking about a product that we wanted to sell and then we need to negotiate the price etc it should be a conversation because i've got a really great thing here how are you birdie it's great open it up get them to talk about that and then actually find out about the person Make sure you look at LinkedIn. Make sure you look at the, who the person is you're speaking to. Brilliant. Do the research. Find out about that person. Really get to know them. And then you'll understand them better when you're actually doing it. So um, I think I mentioned it last time. One person had a real problem with putting a price increase out. And every year was an issue. And then what they found out, they loved dogs. And then they spent 45 mm. minutes talking about dogs. And then <laughs> minutes of negotiation which they both came away with happy that person felt very differently about the person they were negotiating with and the other person felt the same mm. isn't that so interesting totally different so life I, isn't a bitch then really <laughs> sorry i couldn't resist that pun. apologies <laughs> apologies ah <laughs> oh, brilliant okay so there's some some thoughts about um negotiating as a conversation thank you and um i love the bit about do your research i think that's absolutely right find out about people and i wonder if brexit would have gone differently if we've negotiated slightly differently or is that just a completely different thing when you look at something like brexit because that seemed to be all cloak and daggers and frightening stuff that was going on there that's above my pay grade Um, (laughs) my own personal views on that yeah of course yeah no, let's not no, go down that one. No, let's not go down that. Let's go, <laughs> not go down that one. Okay. Yeah, it was an interesting one though, because um, I was a bit disgusted some some of the time. But anyway, there we go. So, yeah. So actually, I have another question for you. Um, I see your surname, Angelique, <laughs> as Bradford. So I know you as Angelique Bradford, and yet LinkedIn says Angelique Hathaway suddenly. So what's going on there? Is there a negotiation story here? Tell us about it. So we'll talk about the poll in a minute. Which oh, is yeah, quite yeah, that's leading up to a poll, yes. So the poll that came, but actually, let's do the poll first, and then I'll tell you why, and that, that link bit away round. So, um, <laughs> emotionally, uh, uh, right, so if I say to you, hello, um, if I say my name in French, I, I'm Angelique, my name is Angelique Hathaway, there's a different sound to it, okay? When I go, hey, my name is Angelique Bradford, there's a definite <laughs> tone, <laughs> Many people said, I wasn't expecting your surname to sound like that. (laughs) And I've had that for the last three years. And so I made the decision that actually I want to go back to my maiden name. I'm not divorcing my husband. (laughs) Go back to my maiden name. So it was an internal, and I felt it was an internal negotiation because obviously people take great, you know, surnames are important to people, right? Yeah. 
I didn't marry my husband because of his surname. Um, so I had to negotiate with him. I literally had to negotiate with him. I said, look, I'm so sorry, but I've decided that I really want to go back to Hathaway on my LinkedIn profile and my email. And there was silence. And I thought, oh, God. <laughs> I, I smiled sweetly and I go, I'm not changing my name on anything else. It's still going to be the same on the passport and everything else, official. Um, then there was an awkward silence. Then there was some sulking for a while. <laughs> um, and then came back to it. And I said, look, listen, because you've been so good about it, you've just gone quiet, you can have your two days golfing, happy that you do that. All it means is my name just sounds different on LinkedIn. It's fine. <laughs> and then we came to that agreement. So I got my, my Hathaway back and um, he got two days extra golf. So for two rounds of golf, you exchanged that for a different name. That, that's that's an interesting <laughs> deal. I wonder who won that deal. Is that a win-win deal? Once I kept saying Angelique Bradford, he did actually say, okay, all right, Angelique Hathaway sounds better. But there anyway. you go, Angelique Bradford. <laughs> yeah, Angelique Bradford. <laughs> yeah. It's Bradford, oh. Um, Laurie. But then um, the heart of negotiations is emotionally, is internally with family. Yeah, now, right, well, well triggered onto that. So let me just bring up the poll. So we did this poll a few days ago. Um, these polls are really interesting in LinkedIn, actually. They get quite quite a good amount of engagement which um surprised me because for a while they were just languishing but um so we came to the, I, I created this with Angelique when it comes to negotiation what do you find harder in negotiating uh, with family with colleagues about salary and something important to you so um what say you about those stats so 38 percent 10 percent 34 percent 18 percent for the last one interesting that so it's clear, isn't it? But with family and about yeah. your salary, it's all personal. Yeah. All emotion. It's all emotional. <clears throat> it's all about worrying about upsetting or not getting what you want because it affects your life. Because gotcha. with your family, you know, when you negotiate with your family, whatever it be, there's yeah. always that element that you can have a big fallout and it's personal then, isn't it? Yeah. And the same salary, if you don't get the right salary and you're not supporting or you're not getting the... Um, you know, you're not paying your mortgage, et cetera, et cetera. It's all emotional. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and then with colleagues, I was surprised it was at 10%. Yeah. Because they're normally very hard. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, yeah, well, that think... did surprise me because colleague internal negotiations are quite hard mm. because if you're trying to get budget for marketing or and you've got to ask for it and they say no and you're a salesperson and you want to have a great budget for, you know, whatever it is, the next Coca-Cola bottle, um, and they've gone no, then it's awkward because then you're a bit resentful because then you think, well, I'm not going to be able to do my job properly if I'm going to get this time. And it's your fault, Andrew. Yeah, totally. And then that's what happens. And nobody likes to ask internally either. Yeah. Um, and 99% of people don't like to ask internally in a, in a role. But the family and salary, I'm not surprised because it's an emotion mm. and it means something to them. It's from the heart. Gotcha, got you. Yeah, and the one thing that's probably missing here, which I should have added instead of probably something important to you, was um, negotiating a deal at work, which is an obvious one, which I'd completely forgotten about. So, so that's with colleagues. That's that's it. That's well, I th that's where it came into. Mm. So again, yeah. you know, quite quite a low one. So thank you. Okay, so um, we're going to play a game in a moment, but we're just going to catch up with the comments. So. Um, uh, I love Laurie's comment when I talked about um, my, my little quip. She says, way, step right in it, Andrew. 
<laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> nice one, Laurie. Oh, I love it. Over to you, Birdine. What's going on in the chat? <laughs> okay, I'm going to capture the last few yeah. We've got Vishnu's yeah. earlier as well. Can we um, capture Vishnu's as well? Uh, he was early on, so I've got that. Vishnu so I... said, and Stephen Brand, he said, why discounts are the core of most of the deals rather than the quality of service or products or the outcomes? I face challenges in negotiations when a client has quotations from more than one vendor. Yeah. So is it always good to go with P plus buffers for negotiations? Oh, depends, I suppose. So, so the last bit, sorry, you cut out, Buddy. Yeah. So the buffers. Let's get the comment back up one second. Um, Here we go. Oh, no. So the last part is, so it is always good to go with P plus buffer percentages for negotiations. Well, so Vishnu, you've got to look at the quality of the people that you're working with. It's not just down to having several vendors and the best the press, best price comes in because it's actually, this is typing something completely, you know, I've got a better price here, it's cheap. Yeah. And so that means I'm going to get, you know, my profit's going to increase and I'm going to hit my bonus. But then think six months to years later, you've got to look at the quality of what you're negotiating. Um, and you do need to make sure that the relationships are true as well, uh, where you are working with certain vendors um and i can give an example where we've been used and uh we they've gone with us because they've seen the people behind the business yeah so there's so many variables here that i can't give you a true answer here yeah but, um i think personally for me giving you personal advice absolutely go to different people and speak to different people but just make sure that you are getting true value and you've got true relationships that like you are trusted their trusted relationships would be my answer to that. I really like that. So it depends. And actually, you're bringing it back to the people factor again, Angelique, yeah. which I think is absolutely important. And yeah. we can get, we. it sounds like we can get lost down rabbit holes, you know, and again, we're trying to create a set of rules and it just depends, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Birdin, just back to you again. Okay, Mateus said, example-wise, being offered a competitive salary of 28,000 euros each year, having to work in Dublin, having to pay 1,500 euros to rent a room, yeah. not much left after accommodation and taxes are paid. Yeah, yeah, so that's all about negotiating the right amount, isn't it, I suppose? I think um, it's yeah. transparency. It's yeah. transparency at the beginning of the recruitment process. Mm. So if you're going to talk about recruitment, it's having to be transparent at the very beginning. Yeah. You knew that if that person knew that actually with rent and everything else, that the 28 and all you've just taken it because there wasn't anything else. Given now, just giving it out there, we are in a hugely candidate driven market. Aren't we? So actually, yeah. you are in that position where you can actually say, this is my value yeah. and this is what we're going to get. And it's valuing yourself. Um, but it's the transparency at the beginning. Yeah, and also doing the preparation and calculations Absolutely. in terms of what's, yeah. what's right for you as well. Yeah. Um, I hope that was helpful, Matthias. Um, back to you, Birdin. Uh, Cecile said, for self-employed, the difficulty at first is to set up the cost of their consultation, the right place for their credibility and as a salary. Do you have any tips for it? 
Yeah, the right price for their credibility as and as a salary. It's amazing how much is coming up on salary, isn't it? As you said, this is one of the most difficult ones. Yeah, it is a difficult one. It, yeah. it is. Salary is, and um, yeah, and then if it's business, it's in an yeah. So, so tips would be is it's self worth. Yeah. Um, believing in your value and understanding your proposition as a person, if you're self-employed. Yeah. And it truly is believing in your your value as a product. Think of yourself as a product and what your love value that. is. There you go, Cecile. I love that actually. And uh, Maria mentioned that earlier as well. So linking back to Maria. Yeah, and, if, and in fact, talking about surnames, Maria Jeffers. Uh, uh, Maria says, <laughs> Jeffers is my own name. My partner and kids are Fennec. So there you go. <laughs> right, Mrs. Yeah. Fennec, we now know, don't we? Right. <laughs> Just Brilliant. believe in yourself. You know, we talk about negotiation. It's having belief in yourself yeah. and having a conversation is trust. And then if you're a consultancy, mm. if you're, you know, you're selling your time, then you've got to believe that you're a great product. It's got to come from within first. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go into a negotiation and thinking about them and then you'll drop everything and go, OK, whatever. As long as I get your business, I'll be fine. <laughs> as we'll long as you get two rounds of golfing, I'll be fine. Yeah, OK. <laughs> so um, Cecile um, says this, uh, which I think is quite funny, actually. I had a bad experience negotiating my son's surname with his dad who only wanted his, but I won. Now, this is the thing. We're not talking about winning and losing here, are we, Angela? No, we're not talking about <laughs> winning or losing. And Cecile, are you still married? Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, I suppose you could go double barrel, couldn't you? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, these things are difficult, aren't they? So we won't get into that one. But well said, <laughs> Cecile. Oh, lovely. Carry on, Birdie. Before I step in it again. Uh, Laurie said we had to... <laughs> We had to negotiate my son's name, which is Bailey. Oh. It is a boy's name in the UK, but a girl's name in America. Oh, my yeah. husband got to name him Bailey. If I could add a definitely boy name to it. So his name is Bailey Quinn. There you go. Just what I was saying earlier. Put a hyphenated word at the end of it. Done. There sorted. Go. There you go. Both win. There love there it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love that one. Uh. <laughs> Uh, then Janice said, Maria Jeffers completely agree. I had no idea of the value of my product when I started yeah. out as an advisor or consultant. I actually asked the co customer what they thought I was worth. Luckily, they thought my knowledge was quite valuable. So it was basically my first customer who set the value of my time. There you go. Nice. Okay. So, and the more you do, the better you'll get at that. Jonas, and yeah. you'll know what you're worth as well, I guess, um, Angelique. Absolutely. Yeah. Just believe in yourself and believe in your product, believe in uh, your value. And your own self-worth, as we've talked about yeah, before. These things are important, yeah. folks. Um, simple, but important. But actually not that simple. Easy to say, harder to do for a lot of us. But there we go. Mm. Steve Whittle says this. Um, can you read that, Birdin? Yeah. He said, we fear rejection so much yeah. because it feels like a personal attack. Spot when on. someone rejects our, our proposal, it feels like they're rejecting us as a person. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly wounding. But re rejection is really just a natural part of negotiation. It's yeah. inevitable that not everyone will agree with your idea. Yeah. The key is not to take it personally. Yeah. Remember, the other person is just trying to protect their own interests, just like you are. Focus on the merits of your proposal and don't get defensive. If you can stay calm and professional, 
you'll be in a much better position to negotiate effectively. I love that. I think you absolutely. need to offer this guy a job. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well done, Steve. There's no point going in there with, you know, you don't you don't get what you want and then you throw your toys out of the pram literally um, and then you become very emotional mm. about it. It's that keeping calm and saying thank you because inevitably whatever you sold them at the beginning of your product, no doubt if you built a really great collaborative relationship and maybe somebody has taken that business, they might come back to you, never burn a bridge. Never burn um, a bridge. They don't want to remember you to be that person who came out going, all right, well, if you don't want it, you don't want it. Yeah. And then move away and go, that's 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 the deal. That's the deal. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Steve, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Definitely. There's, um, there's a lovely um, technique I use in NLP called your shoes, my shoes fly on the wall, which means you look at it from your angle, you look at it from the other person's angle, and then you look at it quite neutrally. Mm. And, you know, you can yeah. come up with different solutions then. And as um, Steve said, you know, don't take it personally. Well, that's when you go into be yeah. fly on the wall for a while, be that neutral observer of it and just see it for what it is. These are two people that didn't meet an agreement. That's it. That's that's all there and is you- to it. And you may have got it wrong. Yeah. And it, yes, you and you may, it. and you learn from it then, right? And so, you learn from it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah spot on. Okay, Birdin, carry on, and then we'll we'll move to a, 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 an interactive game we're going to play in a minute. <clears throat> All right. So Matthias just said, very helpful indeed. Thank you, Angelique. And then go. he also said, <laughs> one of my classmates from <laughs> one of my classmates from Trinity College, Liz O'Kane, once gave me a brilliant advice. Business is all about relationships. There if you, you don't focus on building good relationships from day one, you will never be able to build a well-working business. Spot on. Yeah, there you go. There's there's another candidate for you, Angelique. So uh... yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. We actually didn't. You didn't realise this. This is actually a recruitment platform for um, our. <laughs> and what we're doing is we're just testing to see um, who we can bring in. <laughs> Who we can bring in. Yeah. yeah. That's, this is this is not really transparent, isn't it? Yeah, we're secretly trying to get yeah, <laughs> We're just teasing folks. We're just teasing you. Let's I'm go on. To... See yeah. Angie's right now. I am teasing by the way. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's play an interactive game. So right. um we've got a game to play. We've never played a game online before, and it'd be really interesting to see how this works. So we need your cooperation, please. So we're gonna try an interactive game and talk us through the split or steal game, Angelique. Right. Right. So Birdine is going to select two people from um the people that are listening at the moment. Yeah. Um, both of you have okay. got through to final of a quiz show, and there is ten thousand pounds, ten thousand pounds on the table. Wow. Uh, both of you, though, have actually run up quite large credit card bills in your right? own private lives, right? In your own private lives. So okay. you have one minute to discuss in the open chat. Um, and unfortunately, we will normally we do it a very different way, but we'll be able to see what you're discussing. So you have to talk between both of you what you would like to do this ten thousand pounds. So if you both split, you will get five thousand pounds each. Okay. Okay. If you both split. Mm-hmm. If one of you says split and the other says steal, then the person who says steal gets the full. 10,000. Wow. Now, if you both steal, you walk away with nothing. Oh, 
there's a dilemma. So what will happen is you've got one minute to talk to each other, to say about how you would feel, what you think you want to do. Discuss it amongst yourselves, basically, but all of us are looking, obviously. Yeah. And then what we will do, we will do five, four, three, two, one. And then both of you got to quickly put in whether you put splits or steel. Okay. Can you even repeat that or not? So let me just see if I've got this right. So um, as a pair, you can decide to split and you will then receive 5,000 each. Or if yeah. one of you splits and the other steals, then steel will win the full 10,000. If you yeah. both go for steel, you walk away with nothing. Okay, cool. So, Birdine, choose two people from the group then. Okay, so um, Pressure. I'm going to choose Joe and Jonas. Joe and Jonas, there you go, both two Jays. Get going. <laughs> Joe and Jonas, are you both happy with that? If Joe's still on the line, let's hope so. And um, yeah, let's let's see how the chat goes. So we're going to look at the chat now, everybody. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll give them a minute. And while we're doing that, um, let's talk about the myths of negotiation. You know, what other myths are there? You know, this kind of, you know, what are the anecdotal stereotypes of myths while we're waiting for the chat to fill up? Oh, so basically, you know, like like you mentioned, you know, nice people always finish last. Yeah. You know, the best negotiator gets the best deal. Um, you know, negotiation is so serious that, you know, you know, there's only certain people that can negotiate. Um, you've got to understand the absolute art of negotiation. That's another one that people like to talk about, an art of negotiation. What art of, and I always say, what do you mean art of actually just talking? Yeah. Just actually saying, you know, as long as you've planned for your negotiation, then it's absolutely great. You know, you know what you've got, you know what you need, you know what they possibly, you've done your research. Yeah. Um, and then the fear of taking away the fear of, going into a negotiation and then thinking that you're going to automatically lose and then just taking away the word lose because yeah. lose shouldn't even be in there. Yeah. We all get a deal that's, that's, that's right yeah. for us. Yeah. For right for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a conversation to get to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Human, so I, human people talking to each other. That's yeah. It. Like, like Joe and Jonas are at the moment. Um, Jonas, Joe's yeah. doing all the conversation yeah, for just, you. So we, we hope that you're still there, Jonas. <laughs> Um, so we'll we'll let Jonas respond. Otherwise, we'll choose somebody else. Jane said, "I love this. Um, this is the last episode of Love Island without the conversation." <laughs> nice one, Jane. Yeah, we're trying all sorts of things here. This is a bit of an experiment. Fantastic. Okay. So, right. So can everyone okay. see now? Have they come back? Are they ready to make that particular? No, Janice hasn't responded at all, so um, Mateus, would you mind jumping in? Yeah, come on, Mateus, can you jump in if Jonas has no, just well, disappeared Mateus. for a minute? So, um, yeah, if you can pop in, Mateus, that'll be great. And uh, liaise with Joe Cooper as we're, as we're going through this game, if that's OK, Mateus. <laughs> so, um, while we're just waiting for the fee to catch up... Um, we're coming to an end shortly, but just before we do that, are there any questions from the audience for Angelique? So this is your chance to ask whatever open questions you want to of you know, negotiating skills from your point of view, folks. So, you know, what questions have you got? And uh, while we're waiting for that feed to come up, so we've got two feeds going. We've got Joe and Matthias or Jonas talking. And then um, if you've got any questions, pop those into the 
the chat right now. And we'll pick those up as well because we are multitasking here. And while we we're waiting, we, we are indeed. And while we're waiting for that, um, I'm just going to put Angela Bradford Stroke Hathaway. Angela. Um, <laughs> my God, I've my first name as well. Oh, my mistake. Angelique. I'm sorry. Angelique Bradford. <laughs> Hyphen Hathaway. So there we go. There's Hyphen a long surname. Yeah. So so talk us through, um, you know, what, um, you know, give us a little bit about your call to action. Um, you know, what would you like from this group, um, Angelique? So, I want, so my call to action to all of you is, is that when you go into a negotiation to make sure that you've really planned and you've understood what you, what the outcome is, what the best outcome is for you, yeah. but to really look about who you're going to negotiate with. So look on LinkedIn, look on all, you know, Google, Twitter, everything so that you understand a bit about that person, Facebook even. Yeah. Um, and that when you go into a negotiation, please, it's a conversation. There's your tips. You don't have to go in and bark what you want straight away. Well, I want this. Just to have a normal conversation. Build yeah. a relationship. It's important. Please build a relationship. Even if you do not have success in this particular negotiation, you may have later on. Or the person that you are working with or negotiating with, they've moved to another organization. They think you're great. They love your product. But their line manager said no. And they'll take you somewhere else. So it's all about networking as well. It's yeah. not just about a final end, a price. I like it's that. So, yeah. so effective communications, good relationships, yeah, and absolutely. it's actually all about networking as well and yeah. being open to a bigger network, yeah. which is all about modern business today. The absolutely. world has changed, folks. Don't be trusted. Yeah. Don't be naive. Understand when someone's actually trying to screw you down, but be don't use your values. Yeah, absolutely. And you can get hold of thank you. And you can get hold of Angelique um, on her email address, which is Angelique at New Beginnings Consult uh, Consultation dot com. Um, and um, the website is www.newbeginningsconsultation.com uh, as well. And it looks like we've got some stuff in the feed. Right. So Maybe let's go beginning. back to we've the feed. Ready. Right. So are they ready? Yeah. So we're going to go. And they've got to put it up at the same time, what they've decided. Either split or steal. So You've got to make a decision, folks. Split three, or steal. Two, one. Go. Go. <laughs> right. Well, we're waiting for the catch for the feed. <laughs> Joe's still on negotiating here. Uh, no, 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 no. Time's gone. It's three, two, one. Go for Go. it. Just a one word. Split or steal, folks. <laughs> so just while we're waiting for that to come in, um, let me just um, talk a little bit about. Um, yeah. So in terms of a little bit more about me, folks. Um, so. Uh, I'm an author of two published books, actually. I've, um, so if you want to know a little bit more about me and research me, um, I wrote this book, You Are More Than You Think. Um, thank you for Cecile for buying this the other day. That's brilliant. Um, so um, that was quite a big volume of mine, You Are More Than You Think. Um, and that tells you a lot about who I am and what I do. I also wrote this book, Developing High-Performing Teams, uh, which is um, working out really well for me. So basically, I develop high-performing teams. I help fix your teams, boosting your business success via 
high performance teamwork programs. I also do NLP diplomas as well for businesses, for sales teams and negotiating teams, etc., etc. Um, I run a, my own private practice as well for coaching and therapy, and um, I'm a public speaker and all of those things. So if you want to know a little bit more about me, you can contact me directly or you can check out those two books and they're both in the feed right now. So let's just quickly go back to um, where are we, Burdine, and with the split and steel? Did we get a conclusion in the end? <clears throat> Both said split. Both said split. Yay! Right, Angelique, you need to give them both £5,000 each. Yes. If you can just put your bank account details down here, and then I'll actually, yeah, we'll transfer it over straight away. Well done. It will be Monopoly money, by the way. It won't be real money, folks. So, yeah, he says, Maria, uh, I'm good, says Jonas. So sorry um, we didn't get you um, online. So um, Vishnu, nice one. Um, yeah, so thank you very much. Um, Joe Mateus, have morals. There you go, says Stephen. Um, yeah, great read. Oh, that's nice, Kelvin. Thank you. Um, want to revisit. I think he's talking about my book to reevaluate and still got my signed copy close to hand. There you go. Joe says, yes, please. And uh, I think that's to the bank account thing. <laughs> ha ha. Brilliant. OK, so a little bit about um, uh, a little bit about Leaders Live while we are here. So before I go on to the goosh of next week, um, so thanks again, Angelique, for enlightening us today. We had a great time with you, Angelique. Brilliant interaction, fantastic um, conversation online. Um, and thanks for this extraordinary conversation, Angelique, about negotiating skills 2.0. We loved having you on the show again, and I'm sure you'll be on again at some point soon, very soon indeed. So um, the show will be on the podcast shortly too in the next 48 hours or sooner. Uh, please also join the LinkedIn Leaders Live group where you can keep the conversation flowing there. And remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We've only got six to go before we reach our first milestone, so that'll be great. Um, Burden's put all the links in the comments already. And before I get to what's next week's goosh, a quick word on what's the why to Leaders Live. It's all about building community of like-minded folks and having extraordinary conversations together. And this is particularly relevant in building back better businesses and people following the last two years. And our motto is I to the power of we. So we're all about edutaining expression of this. Anyone can join in, take part in extraordinary conversations. And through these simple ideas, we're going to make a difference and make the world better, folks, between us. And we want a spirit of freedom and fun and joy uh, in our businesses. And why shouldn't we have that good factor, that good feel good factor in our businesses, folks? And in terms of the goosh for next week, folks, um, thank you again, Angelique, by the way. Um, great to have you on the show. Pleasure. Yeah, great. So next Tuesday, on the 28th of June at 8.45 a.m. UK time, we'll be hanging out with business startup entrepreneur, entrepreneur Emma Brambell, CEO of My Perfect Neon. So quick teaser for you here. What does Kung Fu Panda and Tom Cruise have in common? Ooh. Well, we'll find out more on Tuesday. But as a hint, we'll be chatting about Get Your Business Glow On and how Emma is building a successful neon business. And Emma's sparkly personality inspired us all uh, on the show back in December before Christmas and her business has grown hugely since then and the sign behind me here the Be Awesome sign for example is one of hers and uh, we'll be able to get an update on how Emma's digital nomad business has evolved and she will pass on mistakes that she's learnt setting up a new business which I know will be relevant for many of you online right now and uh, why engaging on a personal level talking about what Angelique has talked about today um, with our customers and truly understanding their unique stories 
are so important for ethical sales. Just what we've been talking about today. So I think this is so relevant to us all uh, in lots of ways. And we'll learn something new from this conversation. We can't wait. And I think we probably need a... Ooh. And a... Ah. And a... <laughs> so, folks, that's it for this week. Um, you can bop out to this um, wrap-up scene here. So it's been great to hang out with you today, all you guys online. Thanks very much for being part of this show and creating such a great community. We can't do this without you, folks. Podcasts will be available shortly. And in the meantime, it's a wrap, 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 folks. From Angelique and from Birdine, our fab moderator. And uh, from me, we wish you a great week ahead. That's all for now, folks. See you again next week. ta a bit. Bye-bye. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>